Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's me, it's Breck. Uh, Daniel may still be in the shadow realm. We don't know exactly where he is. Breck, where do you think he is? I don't know, man. We need to start, like, putting out, you know, nationwide APBs. Like, we got to find Daniel. So, you know, like, <laughs> needs to return home, you know? I'm concerned. I'm very concerned. It's been almost, what is it, like, two months? It's been at least two months now. It's been, like, a month and a half, yeah. So... But anyway, uh, we're going to get to the fight card, but first we have to discuss what has to be discussed. Ben Askren got KO'd by Jake Paul. Um, now, people say he flopped. Ben looked out on the feet when he got hit. And then when he hit the ground, he woke up. But Ben got his payday. I'll give him that. What, what, were, what were your thoughts, Breck? Yeah, I mean, Ben came in looking... <laughs> Looking uh, not in the best fight shape, Muffin top. To, to, uh, compared to Jake Paul, and Jake Paul does have some boxing skills, and he showed him. Uh, you know, I think I do think the stoppage was a little premature. I think he should have let it go another like ten seconds, and if he not if he knocks him down again, you know, it's over. But then if Ben keeps moving forward, you know, we got to fight. But I don't know. It was a great one too. It was a great one too against Ben Askren. Ben Askren, yeah, it's just. But dude, Ben had that read that uh, left jab, uh, Jake Paul's jab, nice and landed that overhand right. He did. That was oh. a nice shot from Ben. I'll give him that. I don't know, man. The the smile he had walking away afterwards, like. Do you think he gave a crap? I mean, he got just got a half a million dollars for that. Yeah, but that makes me even think more of like, I don't know. Well, boxing, I don't think it was rigged, but boxing is a notoriously rigged sport. So, and so, so it's not the realm of possibility. He took a dive and for Triller because they're trying to promote their Triller fighting. Threw him another extra quarter million on the, yeah, on exactly. the table. Yeah, and then I don't know how you did this. The, the production was the most ridiculous it was, thing. It was awful. Ever. It was horrendous. Like there was like musical acts and like. The war, people who know nothing about combat sports talking about combat sports. Mario Lopez was the best commentator on the team. Oh my god! And Oscar De La Hoya, who was just just banged up, like drunk out of his mind. It's just whoever let him get near a mic, like, what are you doing? What was weirder was you know they had like the Demilio sisters who are like minors. Oh yeah. Put the belts on guys like that. That didn't sit right with me. I don't know. It was it was a. It was bad. It was bad. Well, the MMA community takes another hit. I, th- I, I think Tyron Woodley should fight him next. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Dude, he'd blast Jake Paul. Hopefully. I mean, everybody thought Ben Ashkin would blast him, and he didn't. I didn't. Uh, in, my, in the back of my head, I'm like, he's going to lose, to be honest. 
just a sad, it's a sad day. The sad box, day for the mixed martial boxing, arts community. The boxing community gets a win when they, they needed it, you know? I guess, but I just say how people, oh, Jake Paul still thinks he's a real boxer. I think he should fight Tommy Fury next. He'd die. <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you seen Tommy Fury's opponent's record? Yeah, they're garbage, but Tommy Fury's a, a legit boxer. Oh, then let's see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm game, but I, I mean, I don't mind seeing Jake Paul get beat up, you know? No. Nobody does. You know, hey, Jake Paul, give me a year. I'll come in the ring and I'll beat you. <laughs> one year. Trust me. I got, I got a nasty one-two already, and I'm not going to be a McGregor wannabe. You feel me? Right-hand hospital, left-leg cemetery. Right-hand hospital, left-hand cemetery. I'm going to crow copy with my hands. Let's go. But let's talk about real fighting, shall we, Breck? Oh, of course, the real, the real deal. All right, Luis Pena versus Alexander Munoz. Uh, I thought Munoz won this fight personally, but it was a split decision. Really? Yeah. I thought Pena slightly edged it out in the third. I mean, I'm, I mean, it was obviously the judges said split, so I can see where you're coming from too. I, I mean, the takedowns. Uh, takedowns are a great stat, but it's just, to me, it's like what you do with the takedowns. And he would yeah. take down Pena, and Pena would just get up. So. Yeah, that's true. No damage inflicted. Pena was better on the feet and just kind of controlled the fight. Like he, he did get rocked. Uh, I think early in the second. Yeah, it was super close, but I, I see why Pena won. It was a great fight, though. It was a great fight. Yeah. Um, Pena coached by uh, Uriah Faber too. He had the Uriah Faber look to him too. Yeah, if if Pena can figure out how to use that jab and time flying knees better, he he'll be a problem in this division. Yeah, I mean he's violent, Bob Ross. I um, he's one to you know look forward, you know look to uh, his career going forward. And um, yeah, he it was a good fight. So for Munoz, uh, he'll probably get a, a nice young guy coming out. But for Pena, who do you think he should get next? He's lightweight, right? Yeah. Um, he's not gonna get a rank guy. His ID, I don't see him getting. Oh, Drew Dober would be a good opponent. I think Drew Dober just got an opponent. Oh, he did? Yeah, I think so. Here, let me give me a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not much here. In, well, in the top 15 at least. But where does Kevin the, Lee fit in this? That's the that's the real question. Where does Kevin <laughs> Lee fit into this? Dude, uh, I Drew, love that. Oh, that's a banger, bro. Drew, uh, Drew Dober's fighting Brad Riddell on June 4th. Ooh. That's a banger, bro. That is an awesome fight. That's an awesome fight. I I, I think uh, who's fighting? Is there are there any lightweights fighting next week? Oh, I would have to look. I'm, uh, I'm taking a look because it's it's kind of a a stalemated division. There's not much going on in that division. No, it, you know. Um. Uh, no, there's no like prominent lightweight matchups on the card. But dude. Dude, all right, we'll talk about next week's card next uh, Thursday. But we'll, we'll, I think Pena just has to wait it out, see what happens, because it's, it's an interesting situation. Yeah, another win might get him a ranked opponent. Yeah. All right, to the next battle of the evening, Tracy Cortez versus Justine Kish. Tracy Cortez missing weight by half a pound, but still pulls out the split decision win against Justine Kish. I, I thought Cortez won this handily. Uh, I think... Kish took the second. If I, that's the round she kind of took, but what were your thoughts on this one? Um, I agree. Cortez 
Uh, I don't know about one handily. She definitely won, but you could tell as the fight was going on that she like wrestled a lot in that first round and it took a lot out of her. Um, yeah. Because, like you said, Kish won the second round because she was just looking great on the feet. And she actually dropped her one time, too. She's a weird opponent to prepare for. Yeah. Yeah, very unorthodox. You know, very all over the place. But um, if it was a five-round fight, you wonder if Kish could have had, like, success later on. But yeah, Cortez, I think, sealed the takedown in the third for the uh, to kind of, like, just wrap it up. But she looked good. And I think it's, like, what, like 3-0 three, three in the UFC? So... Maybe yeah. opponent next because she's got some following. Maybe the UFC, you know. That'd be big. That'd be big. Uh, Justine Kish. Uh, I think Jillian Robertson would be a good fight for her. Yeah. Both I mean, coming off losses. Like, why not? Sure. Yeah. And I mean, Kish. I mean, even though she lost, looked pretty good in the loss. So. Yeah, and then um, for Tracy Cortez, let's take a look at the rankings real quick. Um, dude, this. Flyweight division is stacked, and then you have Shevchenko uh, away from the from the pack. Miranda Maverick would be a great fight. Two young up and comers going at it. I don't see why not. Yeah, um, isn't Miranda Maverick fighting someone? Like, yeah, that's right. Who is she fighting? Some other twenty four year old like great prospect. Yeah, uh, but I think anybody twelve to fifteen would be a solid. Uh, fight for uh miss tracy cortez uh what do you think yeah um any of those 10 to 15 range um i I can't give you like the best matchup but a ranked opponent for cortez next she oh uh maverick's fighting macy barber that's what i thought yeah it's a big fight that's a great fight that's a great fight the the women's mma community is like probably like oh my gosh this is great Dude, the women's MMA community goes hard. I got to say. Yeah. Um, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus uh, Jacob Malkoon. Jacob Malkoon fought the perfect fight to not get knocked out uh, against Al-Hassan. Um, lots of takedowns, lots of ground control time. Really just gutted this fight out. Uh, he could probably fight in the next few weeks with how he performed. What were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, um, Malkoon is a prolific striker. So, uh, I mean, Hassan... Son, pardon me. Uh, but uh, yeah, Malkoon just took him down at will, kept him down, and just tired him out. And uh, Alassane just like at the end there was throwing haymakers because he knew he was down, you know, three rounds to to zero. So, I mean, this is guy. Um, this is Rob's training partner, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Malkoon. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're training with Rob Whitaker, which we'll talk about later. You're you're gonna get better and. Mm-hmm. He looked great because he's definitely a name to look uh, look to going forward. Yeah. Uh, for Razak Alassane, he's on a two-fight losing streak. Uh, the first one coming to that crazy knockout against uh, Chaos Williams. And then this one against Malkoon. Malkoon, um, it's an interesting situation for him. He's not getting – he's not obviously not getting top 15, but he can get a nice guy like, let's say, number 20. I mean, he, he, he showed out in this fight really well. So what do you think? Yeah, he's not he's not going to fit a ranked opponent next, but like you said uh, – Another, you know, win, you know, another win gets him ranked opponent. Just to go back to Alassane for a second, like, the two losses are not terrible losses. Like, no. Alassane's a really tough guy, and then Malcolm is another really tough guy. And, you know, he's got to bounce back. 
For sure. All right. To the heavyweight, uh, the big boys uh, in the co-main event, uh, Andre Arlovsky versus uh, Chase Sherman. Andre Arlovsky, he's going strong at 42, man. I can't, you got to give it to him, I guess. And then you got Chase Sherman, a young up and comer. You know, he just got hit with the experience of Andre Arlovsky. What were your thoughts? Yeah, um, respect to Arlovsky. He's been doing it for 20 years, which is crazy. And just like, I think he's fought like five or four or five times in the last two years. And at his age, that's pretty, pretty remarkable. Um, this was, even though the strike numbers uh, might indicate different, this was a very slow fight. After the first round, uh, Sherman not rocked Orlovsky. And then the rest of the fight, both guys were just, just gassed the whole way through rounds two and three. I think Sherman, I mean, he, he did his leg like his leg like locked up on him from a couple of calf kicks, I think. Yeah. Um, credit to Arlovsky. Um, I was talking to you before this. It was like Chase Sherman was telling him at the end of the third, like to fight him in the middle of the ring, stop running. But it's like, why would Arlovsky go and throw like bombs and potentially get knocked down and lose, you know, lose? Uh, yeah, like just the fight in the middle of the ring. Like, come on, Chase Sherman. Like, you're, you're losing. Come on, you know. Yeah. Um. So for Chase Sherman, I think you'll get a nice guy from the contender series, something like that. Um. Oh, contender series. Remind me of this. Uh, shout out Mitch Raposo. He came on our show. Um, back in January. He's on the tough roster for the bantamweight. So congrats to that guy. Um, uh, good for him. Uh, we love seeing the thrown hands alum. Um. Get, get, get getting some recognition. So congrats, uh, Mitch. We'll hope to have you on the show again. But for Andre Arlovsky, um, screw it, Alexi Olenek. That's what I want. Yeah, two really old guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's disrespectful, but, like, it should be, like, a retirement fight. Whoever, you know what I mean? like, the last hurrah. The last hurrah. It's like I, lo- I love Andre Arlovsky and, and Olenek, but – fighting over 50 i think they've both fought over 50 times and in this case he's fought like 70 times or something yeah it's like at this point you've proven everything you can prove like just don't take it drama <laughs> you know yeah they, they should uh make it a pay-per-view main event this is the last hoorah <laughs> dana white wouldn't be happy with that I'm sick of it. I don't understand. I, I saw a funny tweet. It's like we lost Overeem, but we kept Orlovsky. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, they're very, I know they're in similar in age, but like Overeem looked, was competing. Was competing against top five guys still. Orlovsky's, you know, even though respect, he's a legend, former champ, but he's fighting all these young guys. And yeah. He's lost like five out of his last seven or something. Yeah. Beef, beef, <laughs> horse beef, good protein. All right, to the main event of the evening, Bobby Knuckles puts on an absolute clinic against Kellen Gastelum. Uh, that 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 jab, uh, front kick, uh, lead leg kick, common head kick combination is the most deadly combination in all, in, a, in, a, in all the middleweight division, in my opinion, even combat sports for that matter. But they need man, to. Like- they need to rename the move. Like it's the Whitaker or the Reaper or the Reaper. Yeah. But gosh, I, I think he and Izzy have separate, he and Izzy have separated themselves from the rest of the division when it comes to skill. He looked, he looked phenomenal. What were your thoughts? I would agree with that. I think, I think Till is still like, 
I know we got hurt, but I still oh. think it was up there. But um, oh, Darren Till. Yeah, Darren Till. We can't. He's our favorite. Um, but yeah, Whitaker looked three fight win streak after the Izzy loss. That's uh, tough guys too. It's tough, tough guys. And I mean, this is the best he's looked in all three of them. And he looked good in the other two too. That's the thing. Like he didn't look mediocre at all. Like in the in, in the first two, and then this one he comes back. It looks even better. Like his Gastelum would. You, we got to credit Gastelum's chin. He's got a grand chin. Like, the Izzy fight showed that. This fight showed that. He would land one, and then Whitaker would just hit him with two or three more. Like, he's yeah. fluid, man. His jab was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kelvin Gastelum just eats these shots. I don't know how he does it. No, it's it's ridiculous. It's got to be something with the... The Mexican genes, you know, like Tony Ferguson, the same way. Cain Velasquez, like just unbelievable chins. Yeah, but he, he's got to stop taking that damage, man. Yeah, I know. You got to. He's been in so many wars already that. He's 29, too. I know. He's fought a, He's fought the who's who of legends already. Um, yeah. Yeah, you just wonder if he could get better defensively. Like, I still believe he could fight for the belt again one day. Like, he's, yeah. I don't, he's so young and still so talented. And um, if he if he connects, it's over. That's the thing. Yeah, if he connects, it's over. Is you know, Whitaker even said like he, he hits hard, but um, he hits hard, mate. I love Robert Whitaker. Uh, avid, you can't hate him. Avid gamer, if you didn't know, bro. It's, yeah, Let, let's talk about the most likable guys after. Um, but what's for, next for these guys? What do you think? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Whitaker Adesanya two is happening. Mm-hmm. Um. It's the only fight to make. It'd be a big money fight. I think Rob in the post fight. In Australia. In Australia, borders opening back up, and they can have a you know at least a half stadium. So that's got to happen. But for um, for Gastelum, you know, I think Till. I don't think Till. I think the winner, the winner or loser of Shabazi and Hermanson would be a great fight for. Uh, Gaslam. That's a good one. How's Shabazi moving up in the rankings? He hasn't fought since August. I don't know. He lost to Brunson. And then I know Gaslam lost to Hermanson, but uh, a rematch would be a great fight. You know, the fight ended in like five seconds. Yeah. But Darren Till would also be a great fight. Yeah, it would be. Maybe the winner of Wyman Uriah Hall, which is coming up pretty soon. That's going to be a good fight. Oh, it's coming up. It's coming up Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, the winner, winner of that one versus uh, Gaslam. Yeah, definitely. All right, most likable guys in the UFC, guys you can't hate. For me, it's Blahovich, Bobby mm-hmm. Knuckles, mm-hmm. Amanda Nunes, yep, and um, Dustin Poirier. I would replace Poirier with Max Holloway. Yeah, that's true. The Blessed Express. Yeah, those are solid, solid four. I, w- I would agree with most of those. Maybe Stipe in there, too. You can put Stipe. Uh, 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 can't hate Stipe, bro. Can't. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't hate Stipe. Uh, what's the fight you're most excited for Saturday? Ooh, that's a good question. Let me- for me, it's Shevchenko and Drage because they're just going to go to the middle and just slug it out. That's a good one. Um, it's not the best fight on the card. But, like, I love Weidman versus Hall because they fought once on the regional scene in New York mm-hmm. like years ago. I think Weidman beat Hall. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm a big Weidman guy. I know he he's lives in South Carolina now, but he, he, you know. 
lived in a town not far from me for a long time. So. Long Island. Love that guy. But uh, I don't know, man. Anthony Smith, Jimmy Crute. That is a flying under the radar great fight, too. That's a banger, man. Anthony Smith looked great in his last fight. Who do you fight again? Uh, um, I know we got uh, Glover killed him, and then he bounced back with a win. No, so he uh, beat Glover. He yeah. lost to Rakic, and then he beat uh, Devin Smith. Devin, Devin Clark, Smith. rather. Clark. Okay, yeah. He didn't beat Glover, though. Glover destroyed him. Glover baptized him. Yeah, baptized him. Uh, Robbie Lawler's ready to return, I guess. I hope so, man. He looked terrible in that last fight. He didn't throw any punches. He just only took damage. I think he threw like 20 punches in the whole fight or something. Let's take a look. Yeah, very, but... Very unrobbie like um, Bobby Knuckles. But uh, I don't know how you feel going in. I like... Do you see the main event go? We'll talk more Thursday, obviously. It, it's the same result, right? Like, what can Masvidal do differently? To, you know what I mean? Like, it's, he'll be better prepared, I guess. Instead of fifty forty five this time, what's it going to be like? Fifty forty six. Fifty forty six. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's unbelievable that he got the title shot. It's still crazy. And I loved. It. It's weird how Uz, I don't like Usman. Like. No, I like him as a fighter. I just his he tries to put on a McGregor McGregor type persona, and that's Kobe has to earn it. I'm like, he just destroyed Tyron Woodley. What has he done not to earn it? I know, and he took you to like your hardest fight ever. I I think he's ducking that fight because I think Kobe Covington could win that fight. I think so too. I don't know about ducking, but like it was weird his comments. Like if Nate Diaz beats, uh. He's fighting Edwards, right? Yeah. He's like, if Nate Diaz beats Edwards, I would give him a title shot and he would turn it down. You're like, no, Nate Diaz would not turn down a title shot. It's like, why would you want to fight Nate Diaz when you, like, there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fight Colby, fight Stephen Thompson, who's just on like a three-fight win streak. Great guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be a good fight, too. Be a great fight. Vicente Luque, bro, I know he's not title shot yet but i think that guy's like a year away from a title shot yeah <laughs> someone said on uh twitter uh you know since jake paul is the biggest name in boxing let's just uh and Ng- wants to get into it right let's just throw him with Nganu. yeah that just wouldn't be fair i don't think any athletic commission would sanction that. <laughs> who knows what athletic commission if they got it sanctioned for this last one but uh they do it in cameroon i'm sure <laughs> yeah probably I don't know. Tyron Woodley would be, yeah, yeah, I could see it. You know, that'd be good. good did you see uh, Connor and Gaethje got into it today on Twitter? No, I did not. I thought Connor was only going after uh, Dustin. Let me show you. Let, let me let me read it. So Connor wants his McGregor fast gloves to get uh, into the UFC. Yeah. And so um, he has the Whitman gloves. Yeah. So. Uh, UFC wants the gloves to themselves. A lot of glove designers like Trevor Whitman don't want gloves tied to one organization. They want them to be available to everyone. This was just a random guy. And then Connor goes, but Trevor Whitman has, has, but has Trevor Whitman ever fought MMA though? You guys need, you got, you need guys with real experience. Case in point, the king of this S me. 
and other or- and screw other organizations. I'm with the UFC. Engage, she goes. You didn't design this. You just put your name on someone else's designs, made for as cheap as possible, and with crappy foam and crappy materials. These are garbage, and you know it. Make your cheese, though. And then Connor goes, I smoke you and your coach at the same time in these patented McGregor fast gloves. <laughs> You know, people hate Connor, but man, he knows how to sell stuff, you know? Yeah, he could sell Sandu and Arab. Sandu and Arab. Damn, you beat me too, man. I was watching a compilation of Bisping, like insults and greatest lines on YouTube the other day. If you just want to have fun, just go go down the Bisping rabbit hole and just watch Bisping videos for like an hour. Absolute legend. Oh, we forgot to mention, bro. Dominic Cruz, like, they were joking, obviously. But how, like, on the broadcast, he's like, you don't want these hands, Bisping. He's like, okay, Dominic. He's like, <laughs> I would destroy you. Like, <laughs> Have you seen the video? Have you seen the video of what, when Cyborg's teeing off on Bisping and sparring? And Bisping just puts her in yeah, a guillotine yeah. and just... <laughs> Dude, uh, do you watch uh, Mipe Sports on YouTube? No. They have all these like compilations. Uh, let me let me look it up for you. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, that like um, it's one one of them is uh, uh, Jake Paul showing signs of CTE. Um, mythical fighters of MMA. Cormier uh, B. Dagestani. <laughs> Stipe the philosopher. Tony the philosopher. Just stuff like that. Oh, you know what? You have sent these to me. Yeah, yeah. You sent me one before the steep bay where he's like a fireman or something. Yeah. <laughs> They're great videos. <laughs> and then um, he, he made a whole thing about um, Mackenzie Dern in her accent. <laughs> oh, yeah. She lost her accent. Or something. Yeah. Have you seen the video of um, somebody put um, Till's accent over Mackenzie Dern? No. Oh, yes, yes. He's like, <laughs> anybody can do it. That's, I, I, that's one of the best post-fight speeches of all time. Anybody can get it. I don't care. <laughs> Speaking of Liverpool, uh, thoughts on the Super League? It's, it's a sad... It's a sad state of affairs. We can talk about it more after the podcast, but it's bad. It's bad. I know this is a, not a MMA topic, but there could be some people listening that are, are fans of soccer, football, as it is known in Europe. Uh, it's a bad situation. That's all, that's all I'm going to say about it. According to MMA Fighting, the Paul Ashwin card sold over 1 million pay-per-views. I saw 1.5. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't believe people bought it, bro. Like, just, just illegally stream it. Come, come at me, Dana White. You know what I mean? Like, We got one of them. We got one of them. Okay, well, what about the rest of them? That was the biggest, like, fugazi, like, <laughs> I think Dana White's ever done. He's like, we're watching this guy. If he hits the stream, he's done. Then they're like, yeah, we got one. Okay, Dana, but you realize there's, like, more than one. Oh, no, I didn't because I'm Dana White. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yo, did you see Frank Mir fight? Um, I watched some highlights of it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. No. I mean, didn't the guy you fight, didn't he, like, he fought Tyson Fury back in, like, a while ago, right? Yeah. 
He did. Did he, did he drop Tyson Fury? I read yeah, he, he dropped Fury. He dropped Tyson Fury. So, I mean, to not get knocked out by a guy who's dropped probably the best boxer in the world right now, like, that's decently impressive. And also, Frank Mir uh, is on the juice. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're his age, you know, you're going to need a little, a little, little help. A little Mexican beef, you know, a little Mexican supplements. <laughs> beef. Beef, yeah. Um, it wasn't terrible. The whole the whole night was weird, though, that event. You know? Yeah, and did you see that uh, BJ Penn wants Jake Paul? <sighs> no, that BJ Penn will get knocked out. Like, I know people, people like... Skill-wise, he'd beat Jake Paul, but one punch and he's, it's over. Yeah, but he's taking so much damage. That's exactly what I said. Like, that's what I meant. Like, if Jake Paul hits him somewhat right, it's over. It's over, man. And then Dylan Dennis wants him to him like, no, no. No, yeah, D- Dylan Dennis is the biggest clown on the internet. Like, have you seen, uh, you know, Gordon Ryan, obviously? Yeah. Like, Gordon Ryan's been calling him out, like, like I'll literally pay you to, you know, fight me in a jiu-jitsu match. Mm-hmm. Dylan Dennis was just not responding. Gordon Ryan, every day on his Instagram, if you go and follow him, like, every day he puts out something new, like, Dylan Dennis, like, you're respond to me, please. Like, I want to – and it's like, Dylan Dennis, like – uh, dude, how does this guy like? He's fought like twice in three years or something. Yeah. Yep. It's baffling. How about that one uh, card that like is a while ago, but like last week, last one. It was nice. It's a good card, man. I'm I'm enjoying one on TNT. It's it's been good. Did you see the one on TNT four card? Um, I haven't seen the card, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. It's it's a good card. It's gonna be fun, man. That guy, that like you said when it happened live, uh, the the kid Lee is a Christian Lee. Yeah, uh, Christian Lee, man. He's gonna be, he's gonna be good, man. I could see him in five, six years time being in the OC. Yeah, uh, Rug Rug is fighting on My guy. Uh, on May- you guys too, yeah. Yeah, he's fighting next week. Oh, I love that guy, bro. He's so big, so big. Uh, uh. Sage North Northcutt sisters fighting it, um, two on that card, mm. and I then love, Eddie love, Alvarez is fighting again too. Yeah, well, his his loss should have been just made a no contest. But I love the production of one. Like I love the walkouts. The walkouts are are great. Yeah, I, I love the Muay Thai fights, bro. They're like fascinating. Yeah. They're really awesome. They're awesome, man. I wish there were some five rounders because I feel like I would like to watch, like, you know what I mean? Like, but I guess, you know, it's, you know, they have different rules because it's, it's one, but, uh, Muay Thai fights are fun. So I, I figured out the rules on one. You can't kick the head of a, of an opponent in one. You can only knee them when they're down. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would, just, if you could kick, it'd be like the soccer kick rules of pride. Hell yeah. Which, you know, some people want back. Like you? Like me. Yeah, let's bring him back. Dude, George St. Pierre said this on, on Rogan when he was on like a week ago. He's like, there shouldn't be rounds. Like, and like besides the dirty stuff, like you should be able to do anything. Like, it's a fight. It's a fight, you know? It's a fight, yeah. Like, there shouldn't be rounds because like he's, he, he was explaining like, you know. It's a fight. Yeah, exactly. It's a fight. Like, let let it go as long as it needs to be. Whoever wins, you know. 
Yeah, really. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, I get it. I get it too. But like, also, it, it won't happen because the octagon is like so iconic now. But man, like those, those uh, pits, those pits, man. I would love to see some UFC fights in those pits. One, fence grabbing would not be a thing. Like people cannot grab the fence. It'd be so interesting to see those things, fights in those. Yeah, they do uh, karate combat. You know that thing GSP does in those. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that combat karate stuff is awesome. Yeah, I haven't watched any of it, but I should probably uh, get into it. It's really cool, and you have George St. Pierre's uh, like a, like a, one of the hosts. All right, guys, these guys are uh, really really good. Uh, these guys, you know, hit each other in the head really hard. I'm trying to get hit him down. I, it's kind of tough. I was not profe- uh, impressed by your performance. I was not impressed by your performance. That's, that wasn't too bad. I'll give myself that. All right. I, I want to get off and talk about the Super League with you. Uh, do you have anything else to add? Um, Bellator had their... Uh, oh, yeah. Bellator. I didn't watch any of it. I watched the whole thing, man. Um, How was it? It was actually it was actually a really good card. Usually Bellator's are hit and miss, but uh, Phil Davis versus um, Nemkov was a great fight. Okay. Um, Paul Daly was a good fight. Knocked out. I can't pronounce his name or whatever, but uh, Paul Daly looked good. Paul Daly's a legend. Um, oh, uh, Sabah Homasi. Yeah, yeah, and he and Paul Daly almost got finished too early in the first, and then came back to win. Um, and then Corey Anderson beat that uh, Yag. Oh, yeah. Yag Shimuradov. The only reason I know how to say that is because the announcer was so impressed with himself <laughs> that he said it like 15 times in a row. I was like, okay, guy, we get it. But, Corey Anderson's a problem, though, bro. I think Corey Anderson's going to make the final of that. Uh, yeah. Record. But we got um, May 7th, Archuleta versus Sergio Pettis and Rumble versus Romero. Yeah, PFL, right? For Pettis? Uh, No, Sergio Pettis. He's fighting uh, Showtime's brother. Okay, I was getting mixed up there. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That's the seed. (laughs) All right, Breck, anything else? Nothing else. All right, we'll see you guys later. Hopefully Dan uh, finds his way back home for the preview of UFC 261. Come home. Come home, Daniel. We miss you. Your family's worried.